More news at WGNSRadio.com. All Sports Talk is next. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. The Good Neighbor Network. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. A Friday afternoon. Blue Raider baseball tonight. The um, Raiders are hosting the team to the north, Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky comes in at one and five. The Blue Raiders are three and three. Well, all good things come to an end. The, the clock strikes midnight. Use whatever adage or axiom you want to, but MTSU women's basketball season came to an end last night. Seton Hall uh, actually overcame a four-point deficit uh, inside the final 23 minutes and defeated the Lady Raiders 74 to 73 in the women's NIT Final Four at Murphy Center. MTSU, which finished the season 27-8, and trailed by as much as 22 points and was down 67-60 to with 4.35 left. Uh, but they stormed back on an 11-0 run uh, to take a 71-67 lead. Seton Hall then scored seven of the game's final night. The final nine points, including the game-winning layup by Sidney Cooks, who had 28 points with 2.4 seconds left. MTSU called a timeout and had a chance to win it, but Ksenia Malashka's layup uh, hit the front rim at the buzzer. Um, a lot of people thought she was foul. Probably was. You don't get that call a lot. Sometimes you do. But ends a great run for MTSU's women. Their deepest run in any postseason tournament um, you know, with the exception of their conference tournament, obviously. So, again, the Lady Raiders finished 27-8. and Malaska finished with 25 points and nine rebounds. And Dorsar had 19 points, including five three-pointers. She's going to be greatly missed. She was only here one year. Of course, she played four years at Maine, was their all-time three-point shooter and assist leader. Assist leader, anyway. Um, just proved to be a perfect fit for MTSU. And, you know, some people, you know, they, they go to college, they graduate, they get a job, they move on. Some athletes, they go to college, uh, they, they're able to go play their respective sport uh, overseas or whatever. Um, Sar is from Israel. Um, after her graduation, she will be entering the Israeli Army. Uh, they have a two-year requirement, I believe, and... Um, so that's what she's going to be doing. So um, very, uh, very positive influence on the Lady Raiders this year. Uh, 
and um, we'll be getting Coach Insel on the show next week. Um, again, we'll have a little bit of abbreviated show today. Uh, we are going to re-air an interview we had yesterday with MTSU men's coach Nick McDevitt, who's very excited about the future of his team, as well as I know Coach Insel is going to be about his. Pretty much everybody back, uh, with the exception of Sar. Um, but uh, they've got players in the wings, and uh, uh, they're going to MTSU was a young team this year. They'll they'll be um, uh, you're going to have to contend with them next year. And it's a shame they didn't get in that championship game. They might have been they even been able to host that, which would have been something neat. But um, only time middle lost at home all season, and you know you get down 22 points. That's one thing about this team. They were never out of a game. They never quit giving. Uh, a lot of teams get down that much. They mail it in, call it a year. They didn't want that season to end, and uh, they fought like fought like hell for it. Okay, the final four this weekend. Uh, tomorrow we've got Kansas and Villanova. Kansas is a four-point uh, favorite. Got a one versus a two. And then the other matchup, we've got a two and an eight. That's Duke versus Carolina. Uh, I'd say the ratings will be pretty high for that one, whether you like them or not. Uh, Duke um, is a four-and-a-half-point pick. They're a two-seed, of course, Carolina the eight. So that's a look at uh, what's going on this weekend. Of course, lots of high school sports still going on with the Warrior Classics. Um We'll start district action, resume district action next week, hard and heavy. Uh, it's already April, and before you know it, that spring fling is going to be rolling around here in about seven weeks. So the high school season will go uh, rather quickly. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States. And you can order that soup online at DemasFamilyKitchen.com. Hello, it's me, your automated banker. Was it something I said? If so, please press 1. If it's you and not me, please press 2. You are caller number 1 to me. Switch to First Bank and get the great personal service, local decision-making, and a real person to help you at the other end of the phone line you can only find at a real community bank. Plus, our mobile banking app now keeps us even closer. First Bank, where the accent is on you. Member FDIC. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. 
Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself, and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422 and let's plan together. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're now going to be joined by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. Coach, thanks for joining us today. Yes, sir. Happy to be doing it. Um, well, the dust has kind of settled now. Have you, you have you had a chance to kind of look back and reflect on the year you guys had? Uh, a little bit, you know. Obviously, uh, you know we were we were really happy with uh, the way the year went. Uh, being able to win a early season tournament uh, down in Cancun, regular season championship, have a 26-win a season. Uh, a lot of good things uh, have to happen. A lot of things have to go right. And uh, I think from just the, the, the support around here at the, at the university, from the university level, but also the athletic department all the way uh, down to the, the support staff, our, our managers and GAs, Everybody was on board, and, um, you know, again, a lot of things have to go right to win that many games and um, didn't end the way we hoped. Uh, you know, two close losses there in the semifinals versus UAB and triple overtime, and there in the finals, uh, the CBI and double overtime. But I thought our guys continued to battle all year long uh, despite having injuries to, to key players before the season even started. And Jalen Jordan and Jared Jones, uh, to having our leading scorer get hurt uh, with just a couple weeks ago in the season. And Josh Jefferson, uh, our team just stuck together, played the right way, and uh, had success. And, uh, you know, that's that's really important. Their, their effort never wavered. Their attitude never wavered. And, um, you know, they, they just uh, kept plugging along, and, and we had a good year. Yeah, I know, obviously, you're not making excuses or nothing, but, you know, when you lose your leading scorer – for all of the postseason, you know, that's going to affect you. It's got to affect you somehow or another. <laughs> yeah, you know, anytime you, you, you um, are down a sixth-year senior like Josh, talking about a sixth-year college player, your leading scorer, an all-conference player, and now uh, you, you're throwing a true freshman, although a talented young man in Tiafiel Leonard, now all of a sudden you go from starting a sixth-year senior to a true freshman. Just the experience factor is big. Uh, you got a guy that's played in a ton of games in Josh Jefferson and, and tournament games uh, to a young man who's playing in his first postseason ever at the collegiate level. And, uh, you know, again, when, when you think about the experience factor that is the, the guys that aren't out there, uh, Jalen Jordan, uh, this would have been his fifth year. Uh, Josh Jefferson, a sixth year. Jared Jones, a third-year college player. So, a lot of talented guys, but also just experienced guys on your bench and some guys that are kind of uh, out there for the first time at this level. Uh, Justin Buford, um, uh, Cam Weston, Taffiel Leonard uh, that are experienced in uh, postseason play at the Division One level for the first time. 
uh, that that's big. But the, I thought they they handled themselves well, played well, played together, uh, and we had a chance as everyone saw. And that that's what really excites us as we move forward. Is all these guys are back, you know, and uh, the 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 nucleus of our team uh, is back and. Uh, we're we're excited about the additions that we've been able to to bring on board uh, in the off season, or at least uh, you know back in the fall, and so the the our, our the future of our team we're really excited about. You know, you you go you you get in those games like against the UAB. You mentioned the triple overtime and the you know the double against Wilmington. You know, those are games you haven't. You know, meaning really meaningful games that some of these guys they have been a part of those type games. A lot of your guys hadn't, and I guess it's a a learning tool in itself that every possession is so magnified when you get into a ball game like that, isn't it? There's no doubt you can feel it in the game. You know, when you're in the stands, you can feel a little bit, uh, but also when you're out on that floor, you're on the sideline. It just the, the tournament feels just a little bit different. You know, you're, you're warming up or stretching before uh, a, a game that's uh, you're sitting there watching the quarterfinal game or the other semifinal game. You're, you're watching a potential opponent or potential opponents uh, play each other. And so the, the juices get going a little bit different before the game. Your game's over, and here comes uh, more teams getting ready to play. So there's just the, that, that different feel even before and after the game. Uh, let alone during the game. And so those moments, that experience, I believe, really matters. And, uh, again, you think back to the two games we were able to play down in Cancun this year, uh, two games in the Conference USA tournament, four games in the the CBI. We're in a MTE uh, next year where we'll play three games early in the season. So you start combining all those games that by next year, uh, next postseason, even our younger players, our, our, our freshmen or uh, first-year guys at, at, at this level, will have played in about a dozen tournament-style atmosphere kind of games. And, and that's what you need, guys that have just been there. So not just being in the CBI, but being able to advance and continue to get uh, uh, experience. And, and as you just mentioned, tight game, you, you have to execute uh, on both ends of the floor, I told our guys, like, you can't play okay in late March and win. Uh, you can't really just play good in late March because the, the team you're playing is really good. So you've got to play really well uh, to, to win those games. And even, you know, at, at this level, you can play good. The other team played really well, and, and you get beat. And uh, th- those are the kinds of things that – uh, we'll learn from in the off season and and continue to push forward because again I think those those uh, experiences really help the growth of your team because otherwise you just don't know what you don't know and now you know you know we go go back to right when conferences start you know you're you're supposed to play the Florida schools that gets canceled because uh, of COVID and then you've got to go on the road a tough road trip. To Rice in North Texas, I don't think a lot of teams did very well on that road trip this year. And, and are you thinking, oh my gosh, here we go again? Because you really were in both those games in Texas. We were. Uh, we I, I thought I told our team that too. You know, we we came out of a ten day shutdown due to COVID and played Rice off one day of practice and and had Cam Weston 
actually flew down the morning of the game. Uh, we were already down in Houston ready to play Rice, and Cam wasn't even on the trip. And, uh, you know, he caught a 6 a.m. flight out of Nashville, met up with us down there, and, and played about 20 minutes uh, with, with no prep. And uh, still came down to the wire. We were down one with about 30 seconds to go in the game. And a lot of our guys just winded and tired. And little Rusty's just being quarantined due to, to COVID within our program. And so to, to play them closely and then end up playing uh, North Texas uh, two days later, uh, again, on very little prep, uh, I, I told our team I'm, I'm impressed why how well we hung in there and uh, played two teams on the road. Anybody's going to have a tough time coming down there and winning, much less with the adversity that we just faced. So uh, we, we kind of spun it to them, and it really wasn't just talk or spin. It was just, you know, you, you, you could have understood how if we'd gone down there and got our tails whooped, uh, why? Uh, but to be in both ball games against quality teams, uh, we felt good about where our team was headed based on our non-conference play and then the ability to do that to, to start off league play, we thought were awfully good signs for what might lie ahead. Was there a point in time in this season, I mean, where you, uh, I guess maybe in your conference season, you, you said, hey, the lights come on, we got a chance to really be a factor? Yeah, I think our guys began to believe it early. I think they saw it just like we did, that our group was different going all the way back to the summer and then uh, some of the early season success we had versus some teams. But I I really think our our road trip to Marshall and Western Kentucky uh, kind of flipped a, a switch for our team. Being able to win both of those games, you know, that's a, that's a tough road trip to go to Marshall, to Western, and get one, much less both. And we won those two games in very different fashions. Uh, we won at Marshall despite we, we were down 37 of the 40 minutes in the game. And then two days later, uh, we led for 37 of the 40 minutes against Western Kentucky. And to still get two road wins in two very different fashions, uh, for our for our returning players, uh, we haven't won there. And so to see we can win on the road uh, against quality teams in two different ways, uh, now we're off to a good start. At that point, you're looking at, man, our only losses are to the two games you just mentioned in league play, the at Rice at North Texas. And so at that point, I think our guys really believe that, you know, we, we've got a chance here because it's hard to win, much less hard to win on the road. And we won those two on the road and, and almost clipped the other two on no prep. I think our team really at that point began to believe if we keep holding serve at home, uh, we can win this thing. Joined today by Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's basketball coach. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by 
First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt joining us today. Uh, Coach, uh, you beat Western Kentucky twice, so that makes everybody happy. And But (laughs) I I, I brought this up. Um, What a fun team it was for for fans to watch because, uh, as I said, Blue Raider fans never left, left angry. They were happy all year at home. Well, we, yeah, we, we were able to hold serve all year long. Uh, we go into yet another offseason with a, a home winning streak. And, uh, you know, our, our program uh, here at Middle, us and our, our uh, women's team are the, the only team that won all their home games this year. Uh, we were down to the wire. I believe the last couple were us, Gonzaga, and Arizona. Uh, their programs uh, suffered some home losses, so we're the only basketball teams in the country that haven't lost. Our, our women actually have a really big one here tonight uh, in the semifinals of the WNIT against Seton Hall, but uh, when you can so serve, uh, hold serve at home, it just gives you a chance to win your league. You know, you think about an 18-game schedule. If you win them all at home, uh, you're 9-0, and and then uh, if you can get about half of them on the road, uh, you're either somewhere around 14 and four or 13 and five, and most years uh, that's going to put you, if not at the top, near the top. And so it's really important uh, to win your home games because now when you when you give those away or you, you uh, stub your toe at home, now you got to go find a way to get another one on the road. And uh, it's not just the the you know, unfamiliar environment; it's it's the travel that is involved, particularly in a league like this. Uh, travel's tough. You may not get a great night's sleep because the, the air conditioner in the hotel rooms making too much noise or the bed's too soft or the pillows are too hard. Uh, you know, some, some unfamiliar food uh, upsets your stomach and now you don't feel great. Uh, there's all kinds of variables that, that are at play, not just your opponent and shooting on a different rim uh, than what you're used to, but it's all that other stuff that goes into why it's hard to win on the road. And so when you get those road wins, uh, no matter who it's against, you feel like you're one up on the competition. And so uh, continuing to win at home is important. And when you, you still want on the road, uh, it makes those uh, bus rides and those plane rides awfully fun. Sure does. Um, in your last six games, you play an overtime, two overtime, a three overtime. Did you tell your guys, hey, there's no needing um, – testing my heart like this 40, yeah <laughs> i like 40 minute games yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah uh unless you're you're the one uh making that shot at the end that that sends it into overtime yeah no. uh, but uh to your point I, you know it's it's uh being in those tight moments uh it's something obviously we've we've been in uh all year but particularly late and uh you know, although the, the, the championship game and the semifinal game and the Conference USA tournament, those, those didn't go in our favor, you, you really learn from those in, in big ways. Uh, it, it's hard to simulate that in practice. And uh, we, we played well in, in a lot of games this year to where, you know, down the stretch, it wasn't necessarily neck and neck. You know, we, we won several games, particularly here at home, uh, by double digits. And those are great. Those are great. Uh, but you're, you're typically not beating teams in the semifinals or the finals of any tournament going away. And so you, you really have to learn 
uh, in those moments what it takes and what it means to really execute on offense, to really execute your defensive assignments versus a really, really good team. You know, they're in the semifinals with you. The other team, they're in the finals with you. So they've, they've had a good year, too. They know what they're doing as well. they got good players as well. And so uh, you, you really, at that point, it's a matter of uh, the kind of effort you're putting out and being able to execute on both ends. And when you are in those moments, uh, win or lose, there's so many things that you can take away from it and improve upon and get better at. I'm going to ask you a weird question I never thought I would ask a coach. No, sure. And I'm sure you probably never thought you'd have to answer it. But it involves the transfer portal. Do you do you have to re-recruit your players and make sure they're still on board with you? I think, uh, you know, all the time. Each year you're going to have postseason meetings with your players, you know, to talk about the, the year that you just had and what you foresee next year looking like for both your team and your players. And, and you're, you're, you know, selling, you're not selling, you're just letting them know, here's my vision for our team, here's where I see you fitting in. And I think you should do that every year and, and talk to them about how their role needs to change. You know, you, you need to improve at these things. Uh, it, it, and it's, it's similar to, as you mentioned, recruiting a high school player, a junior college transfer, or uh, another four-year college player who's unhappy with the role that they had at their previous school. I, I just think it's, it's important, uh, no matter whether it's with a recruit or with your own players, to let them know what your vision is for them. Uh, first of all, what it is for your, your group, your team but also what their role is with that team. And, and uh, I think that's, that's the, the, the biggest way I would answer your uh, question is making sure that we're on the same page uh, now because really our 22-23 season has begun. Now, we haven't started workouts. We, we just finished playing uh, just a, a week and a half ago. But our, the 22-23 season has begun for us. And so it's important that already guys are starting to uh, do the things that are required in order to fill those roles that that we need them to to have another good year next year. Um, looking ahead, is Jalen going to be back next year from his injury? Yeah, he's his recovery is his rehab has been uh, really good. He's if if uh, you know just talking to the trainers, I'd say he's a little bit ahead of pace uh, to, to where he needed to be at this point. Uh, uh, as many months removed from his surgery so uh by the time summer rolls around uh he'll be uh cleared for uh all of our stuff contact workouts uh and the like so right now he's he's back to to jogging and running and dunking the ball uh just not completely uh, allowed to do full contact stuff uh to where he might you know have a uh you know a fall that where he's not braced uh for the fall um you know, but he, his uh, his recovery is is going quite well. Now, does Dishman have another year? He does have another year. Uh, he does have another year of eligibility. He does already have his uh, undergraduate degree. Uh, he has had six years of college basketball, uh, but for uh, several of his years, uh, three of his years, three of those six haven't counted against him. 
his transfer year didn't count against his eligibility. His medical sit-out year didn't count against it. And neither did our COVID year in which he actually played. And so although he's been in college for six years, only three of those six counted against his eligibility. So he could actually come back for a seventh year and use a fourth year of eligibility. And there was a young man actually this year at Western Kentucky, Cam Justice, uh, fell into that boat. This was his seventh year of college. And so uh, Dishman has the uh, opportunity to. Uh, he's still kind of weighing whether or not he will end up doing that. Uh, we have sat down and met, um, you know, a couple times since the season has been over and uh, just kind of, you know, see where he is with uh, getting advice from friends and, and family and advisors and mentors and folks back home as well as uh, the plan here and, and see what he wants to do. And, and uh, Dish is obviously he's older. He's 24, will be 25 uh, during the season next year. Uh, so definitely a mature young man and, and got some things that he needs to weigh out on the pros and cons of uh, coming back for another year, but also uh, continuing his career uh, otherwise. So, um, He's, he had a terrific year, and, uh, you know, he's, he's been a big part of our success this year. No doubt about it. All right, Coach, well, it's great to catch up with you. Congrats on a, uh, a great turnaround season, uh, lots of Ws, and let's, uh, like you said, 22-23 is already here, so go get them. <laughs> yes, sir, we'll do it. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Coach. It's Nick McDevitt joining us today. That'll do it for today's show. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good afternoon. Steady for County continues on 24 eastbound, coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar on 24 up towards Manchester. PensacolaBeach.com's got everything you need to book your next getaway. Log on to PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Once a fear weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In- there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. 
Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up today? Well, good afternoon, everybody. And if you're still kind of in a bit of a fog today, uh, can't blame you. I think a little everybody is a little bit after such an emotional game at Murphy Center last night. The Blue Raiders of Coach Rick Ensel uh, on a magical run through the WNIT, uh, able to host the national semifinals. Seton Hall coming in, middle falling behind by 22 points in the first half, battling back to get it uh, within arm's reach by halftime, and then uh, a terrific run in the uh, third and fourth quarters that got the Lady Raiders back in it and actually had the lead, a four-point lead with under a minute to play. And then you had the, a, a, a tie ball call that gave, uh, that gave Seton Hall uh, a, a possession to score. Uh, then you got uh, you, you had Ksenia Maleska with a chance to get the victory, got a good look, uh, but it was not to be. And the final score ended up being Seton Hall 74, Middle Tennessee 73. And with that, the Lady Raiders season comes to an end. 27 wins on the season, uh, just incredible. The uh, deepest into March the Lady Raiders have ever played. As a matter of fact, played on the final day of the month of March. And you combine that with an outstanding men's season, 53 total wins between the men's and women's basketball team, and uh, and uh, rarely a loss at home. Uh, up until last night, uh, both teams had gone undefeated at home throughout the entire 21-22 season. So now... We'll turn the page, recruiting, uh, get ready for next year. But uh, what a year it was that goes in the books for both the Blue Raiders and, most recently, the Lady Raiders. All right, Blue Raider baseball today. Uh, they open up a series against uh, Western Kentucky. As a matter of fact, uh, Dick Palmer will be on the air here in about 15, 20 minutes at 545. First pitch scheduled for 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock today, 3 o'clock tomorrow, and 1 o'clock on Sunday. Middles uh, baseball team coming off an 8-4 to road win uh, on Tuesday night in Cookville. All right, uh, let's take a look at uh, the Lady Raider softball team. And uh, Middle Tennessee at 15 and 19 overall continues Conference USA play this weekend as they host Florida Atlantic for a three-game series, April 1, 2, and 3, starting today. That will all be at the Blue Raider softball field. 
All right, women's soccer, uh, due to a scheduled contest on March 30th being canceled because of inclement weather, the Blue Raiders have replaced that match with a new contest against Lipscomb on Wednesday, April 6th for a 7.30 kickoff at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium. Blue Raider men's golf makes its closest appearance to Murfreesboro of the season this weekend as it takes part in the Mason Rudolph Championship hosted by Vanderbilt at its home course, the Vanderbilt Legends Club in Franklin. And in women's tennis, the Blue Raiders head to the Mountain State for a battle against Marshall and Cincinnati over the weekend. Don't forget Blue Raider baseball coming up 6 o'clock tonight at uh, Reese Smith Field. That'll do it for the weekend. For the week, we'll hope everybody has a great weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. And remind everyone, the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert, and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip, 